Welcome back to You Can Do It With Free Pruitt, the weekly pep talk podcast for all the things we struggle with. And do we struggle? Do we ever? Uh, it is, man, it is April and we are all, uh, most many of us are in quarantine, self-isolating. I hope all of you are doing your very best to keep it moving, stay posy, uh, get what you need to get done, done. And just hope you're taking space for yourself um, to be healthy and good. Um, I care about you very much. If you're just uh, tuning in for the first time, this is You Can Do It with Brie Pruitt. I am uh, the titular Brie Pruitt. And this is a podcast where I'm going to bring on a comedian, a funny person, actor, performer, and we're going to uh, discuss a struggle. We're going with that they have, and then I'm going to build them up, folks. I'm going to offer them resources, mantras, prayers, and well wishes. My first episode uh, of the podcast, we it was a solo show. Um, this week, we have a guest. She is amazing. It's going to be good. You're really going to enjoy it. It's heavy shit, but it's like real pre-COVID-19 concerns, um, but also post-COVID-19 concerns. It's about uh, boundaries and how you let people treat you. And there are a lot of boundaries we got to set in uh, post-COVID-19 global world. I will, I'm going to kick right into my pep talk. My struggle right now is that I am in quarantine. And I'm acting really weird. I'm pulling out all the stops in my personality. I am letting my inner light shine so brightly that it fills every square inch of my studio apartment in Glendale, California. I am... Ooh, bah, bah, bah. I am I'm singing. I'm speaking to myself. Um, I am in quarantine. Uh, uh, quarantine with a teammate. I am in. I have a quarantine mate, and uh, he's my boyfriend. He's very nice, and he's been. I we have a lot of like separate time. We also have a lot of. Um, we're both on headphones a lot for sound reasons, and uh, so we there's just like a lot of privacy. Um, to like just go off, Queen. Uh, another thing I'm doing around the apartment, I am um, doing lunges and squats everywhere, um, just sort of like prison workout vibes, <laughs> Just and he is too. Um, also, I am... Um, I'm I'm running around with the fan a little bit, you know, like a hand, like a fa- a folded fan, um, and it's just really nice. It's nice to have something to anchor to do with your hands. It's nice to um, open it to punctuate, you know what? Sometimes you want to make a point in a fancy way, and uh, if you're an argumentative gal. You got to have a fan on hand, okay? Um, also keeps you cool midday. All this to say <laughs> is that I'm a little concerned for when I must re-socialize, okay? Uh, I did have an opportunity to socialize recently. I was um, introduced to someone um, who was dropping something off at the house. And uh, there, uh, it was just a, a wave from the sidewalk there in their car, okay? So I wave, and instead of saying something like, hello, thank you for stopping by, I said... Uh, I'm thinking of your health and safety, which is uh, nice, you know, and I do bring nice to the table, but, you know, it's not something you you say upon first meeting someone, and I'm going to have to do some re-socializing, okay? Y'all are going to have to be patient with me when I return to civilization because I will be kooky, okay? I'll just be a little kooky. I'll be a little, I'm I'm a little Marianne Williamson, okay? The little sincere and hippy dippy okay that's the energy that i'm bringing uh to daily life i am confident <laughs> and i'm cool and i will i'm confident that i will figure out how to resocialize because i'm cool i'm good at i'm i've always been a little weird so it's very uh familiar to me to watch how the normals go and just do that a little bit so uh, if you are also feeling kooky, also adopting some weird pandemic behavior, <laughs> don't don't worry about it. Lean in. Use it as a use this time um, as an opportunity to, to dig deep into yourself. I really feel like that's got to be the struggle that a lot of people are having. If you don't like yourself and suddenly you're stuck with yourself 24-7, derm. Like, oh, so, you know... Bless, get a journal, honey. <laughs> get a journal and start scribbling uh, and learn some shit. 
I hope uh, all of you are doing that. I am bringing you um, a rant next because that is a format of the show. I do a pep talk for my own self and then I do a rant to have balance in the universe. You guys can't get you can't get uh, too much sticky sweetness. Okay. Um, the rant is about a, you know, these are troubled times. Okay. And the rant I have today, uh, is, is relevant. Okay. Um, it is very, you know, something I just want to name because <laughs> it's hurt <sighs> so many people. I'm referring to an evil, a straight, straight up evil. I don't use that word lightly. Okay. I'm talking about evil in this world. Their evil exists. That's why I created a rant segment of the show because I need to name evil when I encounter it. An evil mother, ladies and gentlemen, and mothers and fathers, and parents of all genders. Amazon Prime is evil. And I'll tell you why. Because their streaming service offers fine selection of films and television shows and originals. And then every once in a while, you'll find something you really want to watch on Amazon Prime streaming service. Okay? And you are settling in. Maybe you even invite someone to watch along with you. Oh, shit. Here we go. Maybe you find all... You look up uh, an article on medium.com about watching all the Avengers movies in order. And you look it up, every single one of those fucking movies that you need for your film festival that's going to take the next 14 to 17 hours of your life. (laughs) Just because you got to get some, you got to have more than six hours of Robert Downey Jr. It's like a Pringle. Once you pop, you can't stop. With RDJ. And then you click watch. Okay. You click every. uh, Popcorn is made honey. Okay. You're here to watch. What is the first uh, movie in the Avengers? I believe. It is one of the Captain America films. And I want to say. It's the first Captain America film. Or no no no. It's the second one. It's the one that's back in time. Listen, I know a lot of nerds. I'm not a nerd. I just know them and I learn stuff. Okay, so this is what I believe. You're settling in to watch Cap- the Cap- second Captain America movie, the name of which escapes me. You hit play on a- your Amazon Prime streaming service and a message pops up. And the message says, how do I watch this? Question mark. How do I, how do I watch this? And you click it and it says something about you go to the Amazon Prime website browser, purchase the film, and then you can watch it there. Well, this is horseshit. This is not a streaming service. This is a museum of things you can't watch and you can watch. And they're all mixed together. Well, it's unkind. Amazon Prime, it is certainly unkind to build up people's expectations like they're going to watch a product that is included in your streaming service and then you rip it away from them. You've taken so much from this company. You never pay taxes. You p- maybe, okay, you're a, you're a dickhead, billionaire, corporation. You know what's happening in, in, in the world right now with this COVID-19, everybody cooped up. You turn those fucking knobs and you make all the Avengers movies available to me. I want to be able to watch any fucking thing I want in this world. Wayne's World 1, Wayne's World 2, Troop Beverly Hills, okay? The Hits, the greatest films of all time. Coneheads, okay? Tommy Boy, Black Sheep, okay? If there's a Meryl Streep project, free access. We need it. SVUs, just... All the crime, all the the legal dramas, free, free, free. We need a wings, the band, and the television show. We need access to content. I'll tell you what, it's people will have you believe that um, 
you know, streaming, you know, all this entertainment, you know, me watch watching Ozarks and playing Animal Crossing is is like, um, you know, it's a distraction escapism. Well, guess what? (laughs) Sometimes you got to escape a little bit. This is very stressful. So doing whatever you need to do for emotional regulation is the move. I'll give you an example of this. I have a personal example from my life. One time I was watching my grandmother die because sometimes you got to watch your grandmas die because you love them. You're there to witness and help them move on to the next world. So that's what I came. I came back to Portland, Oregon to do. And we were by her side, you know, administering everything. At the beginning of the week, she could talk. End of the week, she was dead. It was, it was you know, one of those things. It was like when it's time to go, you know, your body just packs it up and goes home. My Nana is a spectacular, amazing, tiny Korean woman. She, um, towards the end of her life, um, probably like last, so she was a, she was a political junkie her entire life. Fox News, okay? Uh, Bill O'Reilly books, okay? Um, fucking, uh, what's that? Uh, like Bill Maher, uh, you know, just like all the most conservative dudes, you know, she was a daughter of immigrants, you know, this, this, this is like a, a thing that, uh, happens sometimes, you know, you, you, you're into the, the military and you, you get, I don't know. I have my own theories about it. Anyway, she was into that shit. And then after Trump got elected, she just pivoted. And instead of Fox news all the time, instead of talk radio all the time, no more Tom like she twit, she changes, twists the knob and now she watches enter e entertainment news all day every day and you know what mostly e entertainment news is keeping up with the kardashians they really do just play it 8 10 hours a day and so i i learned a lot about the kardashians the last 2 years of my nana's life she just watched it nonstop and then the week she was dying <laughs> The cable went out, okay? I swear to God, you can't write it. They probably, it was probably the good Lord trying to save me from listening to Khloe Kardashian's life, fucking voice. I mean, they are, um, it's, it's, it's not only is it like uneventful reality television, you know, because it's just like petty emotional shit. Like there's nothing happens. Uh, it's not like a survivor, you know, or something. Some stuff is happening, you know, but Kimmy Kardashian is so boring. Um, but uh, my mom <laughs> was getting on the phone to call the cable company all the time. I mean, at that point, Nana was, Nana was almost pieced out, right? She was barely here, you know, so I was fine to watch videotapes, man. We got all the videotapes out, VHS tapes uh, of all the, all just old movies. It was great. But my mom is like on the phone and she's like, we need you to turn the cable on because Nana is dying and she needs her cable. <laughs> That's I sort of have my mom feelings in this uh, pandemic. I want you all to see whatever fucking nostalgia that you want because you deserve it. Give it a watch. Um, I'll tell you a couple things that hold up nostalgia wise for me. Uh, Hitch. I watched Hitch recently. It's not a good movie, okay? Not by any stretch. Um, uh, Will's doing some great work, uh, but <laughs> Kevin Kevin James is doing a re- actually really great work. He's he's very good. Hitch is very good. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the OG nineteen ninety film, so fucking good, dude. So good. Okay, there's a lot of uh, not a lot of like cameos, but there's like a lot of light. Um, showings of actors who you'll see on TV for the rest of your life. Uh, fucking, yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The dialogue, oh man, so good. So lyrical, that film. Uh, it's, uh, you know, watch it. I've been watching old uh, seasons of Schitt's Creek, okay, when I want something lighter. I've been watching the new uh, programming lineup at Quibi. Hey, friends, it's a streaming platform. It's 90 days. A lot of our friends, uh, a lot of people you have enjoyed, a lot of my friends have shows on Quibi. So, uh, check, check those out. And that's the, that's the damn rant and the damn pep talk. I hope you're all staying safe and healthy. I really do. Um, I hope you are doing as good of a job as I am of balancing pot and caffeine. Okay. Those are your two friends, water, pot, caffeine, triangle, food pyramid. Okay. Um, I am, I'll tell you what, one thing that's happening to me before I kick, uh, the episode off to, uh, our great interview. My body is, you know how they have pictures of like, uh, the environments cleaning up, right? Oh man, 
you know, oh, in Shanghai, you can see uh, there's no there's no pollution anymore. Everything's cleared up. In L.A., oh, there's no pollution. Same thing is happening to my body. <laughs> there's no... There's a lot less Cheetos in it, you know, because I'm at home and I'm eating, like, kale and tofu. And I'm just, like, food I can cook, you know, so I'm not eating uh, out. I'm not eating the garbage food anymore, so my body is cleaning up. I had Del Taco last night. It damn near killed me this morning. I woke up, thought I was dying, but I just had Del Taco 12 hours ago. <laughs> that was just ruin your body. But I am balancing that with a lot of pot smoke, just a lot of pot smoke in my body, um, different kinds of pot smoke, also pot gummies. Um, it's just uh, give yourself what you need. Okay, Diet Coke. It's not it's not for all year around, but it's for survival. Okay, it's for emotional regulation. Diet Cokes are coming in, coming in the system. With that, <laughs> I am very excited to introduce uh, my guest today for the the rest of the episode. Um, they are extremely funny, and uh, they really opened up. And I hope you are. Uh, I hope I hope it resonates with you. Um, the show is about how people, how you allow people to treat you. And you know, I've had um, I've I've recorded a few of these podcasts now, and I've had people come in with uh, like a you know totally willing to share a lot of themselves with me, which is I'm always honored. And then sometimes people are not willing to go very deep. Katrina was down. <laughs> Katrina was like, yes, fix it. <laughs> here's all, here's, here it is. Here's the struggle. Um, it's, it's kind of a broad struggle, struggle. So we really had to like dig in there to find something to really like, um, grab onto and, and discuss like how her life is going. And anyway, I think you're going to enjoy it. Um, please, uh, Support her, show up for her. Uh, I am Brie Pruitt. You can find me on uh, Brie Pruitt, B R I P R U E T T, across all platforms. Uh, check out my new website, just dropped. Dropped. It just dropped. I dropped it. Then I picked it up and I published it because that's how you do things with websites. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest, Katrina Davis. Welcome back to You Can Do It with Brie Pruitt, the pep talk podcast for all the things that we're struggling with out here in these streets. I'm here with this very talented comedian right here. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Katrina Davis. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Katrina. Hello. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah. What are, what are, where can people find you, your work in the world? <laughs> we recorded a podcast pilot together. Oh my gosh. We did. Not a podcast no, no, pilot. No, uh, a film, uh, yeah. television pilot together. Yeah. I forgot about that. Oh my gosh, that was I. We saw like a part of that. It was awesome. I think it's on Vimeo. It's oh, called yeah. Lucky Puppy. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, that was so much fun. So, um, I actually just had a episode. I guess of like I was one of three comics. It was me. Um, one of the co-producers, Kelly oh. and Casey Lai. Higher learning. Yes. Yes. Okay. I just heard about this. So yeah, I was one. They just released the episodes this past week. It's a YouTube series. <laughs> yes, yeah? I love that. It's so much fun. Who's making it? It was made by Bunk Bed Productions, which is these two girls that live in bunk beds together. We did it what? in their apartment. Yes, it's so funny. They're I live please, in bunk beds please together. go follow their Instagram and look at their stories because it's legit. Like just two 25 year old like or not even 20 i don't know how old they were I like two like younger women like now. it's like if adults had a slumber party all the time like that's what their instagram is and it looks like so much fun i feel like we have like allowed boys to live like insane creatives and like that's been totally normal and i love that girls are doing it now yeah yeah like they, it's so funny the last like i came home from a show and was looking at her Instagram and they had like gone out together and then like the last one was like her like jumping up and she was like, No, don't come up here, you're gonna fall. She was like, It's so far and then she like got back in her bed and it was like her looking at her from over the bed. It was so adorable. They're That's cute. unhinged. So <laughs> but I like it and they good for them. seem like they're having so much fun. So they so you guys get it. high yes. and talk about 
explain a concept like basic concept from like grade school yeah and yours was the three branches of government and i did start watching it It was so funny but also really informative you were very you mentioned things that i had not heard before i tried so hard and they here's the thing is i smoke a lot of weed like i smoke every day it's whatever i they got us so Okay, Hi, I okay, was so okay. high. <laughs> they had the the real equipment. It was and like we were just like Jay's. Jay, like they would be like, okay, we're gonna smoke a Jay before we do this, and I'd be like, okay, and I'd like start Dude, it. Then we would like change great. location. I'd be like, okay, so light this one, and I'd be like, okay, wait, what? And then like as the the taping like went farther on, it was just like so much fun. So I also I was, smoke weed, and yeah. you know sometimes I do these weed um, shows. And I love weed shows. People are like, okay, we're going to get you guys so fucked up. And then I'm like, all right, let's just see. And they don't. They, Bri, they here's the thing. The, Whenever yeah. we're done, I'm going to give you some names because I am Woo! out here making a whole ass of myself at these weed shows. <laughs> because I will go in like, okay. Well, and also, I don't know if everyone's like this, but I also will get... V- higher than usual if i smoke like i've been smoking the same kind of weed all week yes yeah and Mm -hmm. then i smoke a new kind of weed and it's like so i'll go to a show and they like give us each like i did one where they gave us all dabs and like honey dip waxed whatever jays and other things and it was like an half hour intermission where they were just trying to get you as high as possible and i made a complete idiot of myself up there i also did but they one, want that i know because i did one that is a fantastic show oh my gosh i'm gonna go back just to hang out yeah. it's called best buds i love them so much it's also two girls yes yeah. okay did that show they had jays out so i just I, honestly though it was my fault because i just got sassy i was like there's free jays out why am i not gonna take a jay because yeah. it's here like i'm gonna take them because they're all gonna be gone there were Jays left. People were walking out being like, those are fine. That's how high an entire audience was. That like, hey, free. Oh, the audience is like, I don't want, need yes. any more weed. Literally, there was funny. so much weed that free weed was being abandoned. Okay. And I That's got so point. high that I did way too much time. <laughs> and then I realized that That's I was. That's not your fault. And panicked. And someone no. went, one more joke. And I said, good God, no. And then I tripped and ran off the stage. Like, that that set ended. Well, listen, you can see Katrina Davis being a whole uh, lady. But yeah, you can find me like online at my Katrina Savat is all my stuff. Is that what you were trying to ask me? No, I was actually asking you about (laughs) like TV projects and stuff. Okay, perfect. Okay, yeah. But my next question was how, you know, how can me and my listeners show up for you? (laughs) And we can show for you at at Katrina Savat. Yeah. Which is Davis backwards. Yes, that's true. Yeah, it's not that cool. It's just that there's too many Davises, but also. So I co-host a show called Valley Girl Comedy, yes. which you'll find on that Instagram anyway, with Kyle June Williams. And we're oh. um, right now, I think we're working on a March date, but I know we're going to do one in May at junior high. By the way, we have to coordinate because the last one on the first um Valley Girl Comedy was the same night as my show, High Priestess. Oh my and God. we have to stop doing that because yes. I want to go. No, and I love your yeah. show because also right now we just like take what people can give us. We're like just, yes. we had yeah. our first one in Venues December. Yes, we had our first one in December. It's really fun. We're trying to bring, because that's the thing is even, we love Junior High. It's a beautiful venue. I go there for so many shows. It's Cold Cereal. Love it. Yeah. Go check it out. But we do want to bring comedy to the Valley. So that's our yeah. ultimate goal is to find a home in the Valley. So if you have a 30 have- to 50 seat venue yes in please north hollywood let us tell jokes there of the san fernando valley let us know kyle knows amazing com- like i know amazing comics but all the amazing comics i know kyle knows and she knows more amazing comics so like we bring amazing people it's been cute it's been a really good show i love it um okay so this is a pep talk podcast so i have to ask the question how can i build you up buttercup oh i feel like you do that with your existence like as soon as i walked in here i kind of felt that way Um, yeah welcome thank you for coming out to the stew (laughs) well um what i did want to talk about i was actually just micro discussing this in a text with my friend yeah about how uh, certain people like mean people 
and or gravitate towards me. I feel like what we started with was like, oh, crazy people love me. That yeah. like kind of cliche thing. And, I attract losers. Yeah, yeah. And so we started with crazy people. And I was like, oh, my gosh, yes, I love like crazy people. But then we kind of were saying, no, I will genuinely invest so much time in mm. a mean person. And we were saying that it's even because it's not like a challenge but it's like this person hates everyone if i could get them to like me it's like (gasps) this whole thing so we were talking about that and this like internal struggle of like why do i like that and we were talking about like oh well good people she we were texting and she texted something about like oh but what about all the good people in your life that are just good for no reason and i text back in all caps boring like i was joking but it was like yeah why can't those people just be fine it's like no i want you have an aries moon show over i hate you so much i do i thought we were on my phone i'll get on my phone and show you I will fist fight you in the street. Bria! <laughs> I'm okay. not even joking. This- I think it... It's one of, it's one of, oh my gosh, that's so funny. I just found out another comedian has an Aries moon, and I won't blow up their spot, but I'll tell you later. But, um, (laughs) yeah, I mean, this person that I was talking about with, um, with a friend of mine the other day, I was like, yeah, it makes sense that they have an Aries moon, because sometimes I like talk to them and I can see behind their eyes, they're just like, I am bored with you now. Exactly. The oh no! Experience. I think that people can realize that with me sometimes. Well, not everybody says intuitive. I am, but um, okay. So your yes. struggle is that you are investing too yes. much energy. There we go into these mean. People. people yeah and it's not like we were talking about romantic relationships but i feel like you can do it with friends Absolutely you can do you like can do it just even if it is like How a long? grumpy friend that you're constantly just trying to make happy like yeah. you just invest so much time in like trying to bring joy yes. into someone's life that yes okay so how okay without we're this is just the the overview right now we're gonna yeah. do a deep dive in a second but how long do you think this has been happening oh forever is this your personality trait i would probably say so on <laughs> oh, no. some level yeah i feel like i've gotten a lot better i feel like i've had past things where i just like was completely consumed by like trying to like i was talking to this girl at work and we were talking about like fixing people and she's yeah. like oh i don't fix people like i do not waste time if you're not you know in an okay place yeah. whatever and i was like i don't fix people but i'll do a catch and release like i'll <laughs> do a check-in i will actively know that you do not have whatever like emotional capacity or even knowing that i am a very like i like a lot of attention i'm a very touchy feely person like if i know that you're not like that i'll be like oh we're probably not going to end up working out in the long yeah. term but I will also, at that point, like, make a conscious decision to say, it's almost like a clock starts. Not that I know exactly how long, but it's like, okay, this is finite in some sense of the word, sure. but I still care about you in whatever capacity right now. So I'm just going to, like, run that out and try to do whatever good I can while I exist. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. This is um this is a biggie and we're gonna, <laughs> gonna di- we're gonna dive in. I just with, wanna tell anyone yeah. if this becomes confusing is Brie was like, hey, try to pick something granular and this is what I came up with. I'm so sorry. It's real. I'm glad that you brought something real. I'm sure it's <laughs> extremely relatable. It's relatable to me. Okay. When we come back, we're gonna deep dive into Katrina Davis' struggle in a minute. And we're back. We're talking to Katrina Davis about the struggle of being too inviting to mean ass people <laughs> and it is real dude it's a real struggle um so let's get the context okay, okay. because you're talking about relationships a little bit romantic yes. relationships you're also talking about friendships yes um is it people that you feel intertwined with for like professional reasons for like or you just are genuinely attracted and you're like you're mean be my friend mm. I feel like there are certain other traits that I'm attracted to that from the outside, I'm like, oh, like I, 
even just because I'm very talkative and outgoing and stuff, I gravitate towards shy people or people that oh. are more quiet and things like that. So if I'm at a bar or at a show or whatever and I see a guy that's cute and he's not talking to anyone in the back, I'm going to be like, oh, I'm probably going to talk to that dude and be like, what's up what? with that guy? That's so so bizarre to me because I am just the opposite personality. I will be type. so turned off by a guy trying to be like weird. Like if I'm dancing and being like a lot Outgoing, and I'm yeah. happy with like if you and I go out and we're dancing and we're having so much fun, but I'm having that kind of fun with you and some guy comes up and is like, hey, 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 that guy can fuck all the way off. I want nothing to do with that wow. guy. I think it's so obnoxious. And I know that it's fair unfair because it's like that's probably literally what I seem like when I'm out. And I'm yeah. like, who is this guy? Get him out of here. Like It's like you're you're like, here are my invitations to the Katrina Davis party. Um and you're like shooting these arrows out. Um maybe you're a Sagittarius rising. I don't know. <laughs> we have to um, check all of these things. <laughs> I can't wait. Um and Maybe you are, you know, you look like you're really inviting, but I do. But you, so something about you, that you don't like. Yeah, there is a joke amongst my very close friends. Yeah, where everyone thinks I'm nice and they're all wrong. Like, yeah, yeah. We were at a show. I used to run a mic, and one of the guys went up at the mic and was like, "Man, like Katrina's so nice." Da, da, da. And my one of my best friends in LA was sitting next to me, and he's just with his arm crossed, goes under his breath. Katrina's a bitch, <laughs> like <laughs> to me, and I laugh so hard because it's like, yeah, like, you have a very welcoming smile. That's yeah. probably part of even it. even if I'm saying, uh, like, because I feel like yeah. I'm just honest. And I'll say things that people are like, Katrina, what the hell? And I'm like, oh, well, I was just like, I can say things that technically might be mean, but I look happy. So I think it's okay. And it so, does come from a genuine place. Like, I'm not trying to be yeah. a dick, but. <laughs> okay. So obviously I think that, and, and I've done this myself too, like where I have definitely been obsessed with people who I felt like didn't like me because I want to win yes. over. And yes. that's like, I think that's very classic comedian stuff. You know, yeah. we um, want to be liked. Yeah. We want to win everybody over. Right. I mean, not a, not all of us want to be liked, but I, but certainly like thought of as funny or like, yeah, successful. Yeah, yeah. on some doing. capacity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think there's another piece of this, which is like we're women and women are kind of socialized to be helpful, be um, kind and yes. inviting and welcoming. Yes. And so even if I'm like men. naturally attracted to this like grouchy person yeah. who is also, I feel like even as a woman, I think that this comes into play sometimes in the romantic part of it yeah. is like, I'll be attracted to someone that is very grouchy and awful, like on paper. The multiple men in my life that I've liked, people have been like, why do you like spending time with a person? Like they're legit unpleasant. Sometimes they are very different when... And you like that. Yes. That, they're not like that with me. Yes. Yeah. And, but I also think that a part of the female problem solving part is like, trying to figure out how to get that guy to be what the barrier is between right like obviously you have the ability to be this person what is keeping you from showing other people a a, a detective like yeah because i feel like i have also dated people who are grumpy and then i'll get to know them and i'm like oh no you actually are a dick you know it's and then i feel like there's some people that you get to know them and you're like what is your deal when we're outside sure. <laughs> you just said this thing where you were like people think i'm i'm really nice but i'm a bitch but you were like these people are like total dickheads but when they're with me they're really nice uh, oh my it's gosh sort of a reverse <sighs> of what you were just you're talking right. about oh shit um, which is because I do think that is a part of it that gives me a relief in terms of someone being like, oh, that guy's a dick. And it's like, yeah, but then when I'm with that person, I have no, it's okay for me to yeah. not be what people think I am. It's okay for me to say, because sometimes I will get to know yeah, someone yeah. and say something really honest. They're like, oh, I never would have thought you said something like that. You'll so it's like, like if, uh, no, people are nuanced. Right, just like this and mean dick. Yes. Yeah. And so it's like, if you're awful and hate everything already, I feel so right. comfortable hating things with you yeah. that I think it also brings there's relief a to, a, to it. Yes. Yeah. I think that I definitely, there's part of my personality that likes 
just well, feeling good. yeah okay and I about want it you to seek safety like yeah. that's good and but yeah um so like that's good but you were saying when you were first introducing me to this idea you were kind of talking about like the word martyr came mm-hmm. up oh like, yeah, maybe yeah you're giving more energy than you think it's ultimately paying off that's what i'm working on okay. is finding the like i told you i had a past the projects relation- that work yes, yes and i've had a i had a past relationship that was like full on way too much like took everything and was really toxic and i had to yeah like get out of that and i feel like once i got out of that i realized how much it had taken from me and it was weird Uh. to think that you can because that's another thing i've talked about this on another podcast with my friends that hasn't come out yet i don't know if it'll ever come out because it like turned into this crazy heavy thing oh my god but Oh, we, we were talking about how, like, you can feel like you're so strong that you would never be capable of. So it, like, sneaks up on you almost because you're like, what? That wouldn't happen to me. I have and so then much all, energy to give. And all yeah. of a sudden you realize that you've, you're like a shell of your, for you have, everything has been consumed by this person. Yeah. You're like, how did this happen? Like, it's so weird. It gets but, away from you. Yeah. So I feel like I have a better gauge on it now okay, since great. I've like experienced certain things. You got but burned. I'm still some learning. Yeah. But this is a pattern. Still getting to okay. the point of like evaluating it to the point where I'm like, okay, I realize my behavior. I realize what I'm doing. Does this feel good? Yeah. Like it still feels good to do this for this person because i'm legit getting more joy out of them potentially being happy than i'm upset about the sacrifice okay i saw a psychic a couple of months ago Uh and the psychic was like um i was talking about um like a relationship in my life and like if it was good and um, this psychic was named Gerald and Gerald read me to fucking filth. Oh. And he goes, <laughs> oh my he God. goes, um, you're really trying to earn love in this life. And I was like, ah, oh, Gerald. <laughs> That's and he's so like, funny. what do you do for a living? And I was like, I'm a stand-up comedian. That's and so like, funny. Okay. Um, but he's like, you're trying to earn love in this life. And, um, and I was like, okay, so I should end, I should stop like this relationship. I should stop this, you know, get this person out of my life. And mm. he's like, well, I mean, it's a it's a good project for you, and I was like, oh, and he's like, that's love. what you. I mean, that's what you're like. You know, you're trying to like nurture this person, and like mm-hmm. that's that's part of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god, like that's not what I want. But like, maybe part of you does. Like, yeah, maybe I. You know, I have this quality where I'm I'm pretty nurturing. You uh-huh. know, um, I yes, like, you are. <laughs> thank you. Um, <laughs> you know i offer um everyone who does my podcast snacks and like she's um, basically a walking womb for anyone that doesn't know brie and i i do think that attracts a certain kind of person but also i will say that i um like that part of myself Mm -hmm. i like to exercise that i don't have any kids i don't want kids Uh i want to be a loving presence for people in my life that's so fair that can be something that you are trying to do too and like to know that about yourself i mean that's also puts a positive spin on it where it's like oh i'm so depleted like why don't i have any energy for myself um oh it's because i wanted to give of myself yeah and like you know maybe that would feel a little bit better yeah it it would feel like you had more agency about it right or it at least helps you evaluate like do i still want to give this much time or do i want to give a little less but still know that i don't want to like cut this person out of my life or whatever it is is there a way for me to be nurturing to someone who is gonna when they're fixed give back uh i was just gonna say or appreciate right because i feel like you can also recognize that in yourself but evaluate as you go where you can say okay i'm deliberately going to put effort into this and then if you see certain things not even necessarily reciprocated but even received in a way where this person isn't really appreciating them and it's like okay if you could take it or leave it then i'm not gonna put all of this you know effort in (laughs) but if you feel like there's any kind of anything worthwhile there at any point then i feel like you can kind of just decide when you tap out maybe but i feel like it's hard when you care to not just get attached but i feel like that's the whole thing is just knowing like when to call it 
Maybe. It sounds like you are doing a lot of like boundary work. Yeah. And you're trying to figure <laughs> out, you know, like what's mine and what's yours. And that to me is like, you're on the way, dude. Yeah. Like, try to figure it out. And you're talking about it right now, which yeah. means that you're on your way. <laughs> Yay. You, are you on like a, like a self development kind of tip right now? No, I was just talking to my friend. <laughs> you're just like, no. No, I was just talking to um, my friend about this last night because we were talking about therapy and like getting okay. into it and stuff because I've never been a therapist or anything okay. like that and i was like i think that i you're was from baltimore right yeah i was born in baltimore but i grew up in florida so oh, okay, i have this okay. like weird yeah <laughs> hybrid whatever i would um, say like baltimore and florida like off the top of my mind probably not both both not great therapy cities yeah no no yeah. one no one in i think the northeast nobody goes to therapy <laughs> yeah no and in florida you know if you need to say something you just tell it i to the... never have heard of the only people we knew went to therapy you have some real you like got caught trying to burn a caught. building town it was a court order and the, yeah, yes yeah. that's when people go got to it, therapy it, and it, you're it. in like freaking ddt or whatever i mean <laughs> the a detention lot of times center shit. like substance abuse treatment oh yeah or something like that therapy because it's like like it's, it's there's court ordered and there's mm-hmm. like benchmarks and stuff right um okay but yeah so i was talking to that person about like going to therapy and stuff and saying that i kind of have a lot of self check-ins like built into me because of my mom because i would have certain things i went through like a really messed up like i'm super sad borderline super su- suicidal phase but i was really really young yeah and she would kind of be like, okay, what's wrong with you? And I would be like, I don't know. Like, I can't really articulate whatever you it is. You never went to therapy through that? No. Oh, and bless you. <laughs> so, like, we Young would talk Katrina, about... Katrina, <laughs> I love her. So, we like, talk about stuff and be like, okay, well, you can cry all day today. Like, you can cry today and, like, Your whatever. mother gave you permission to just <laughs> yeah. let it out? Yeah. Oh, and she'd be like, her. okay, like, you can cry. And then tomorrow when you wake up, we'll figure something out. Like, if you feel the same way, whatever. And so, I, like, always, from, like, super, super young would have, like, lists of things to like look at that made me happy and like read like I have I still have some of them in like this like keepsake box and like my mom's handwriting on my Pocahontas like keep fucking notebook paper and she wrote like 10 list things of like things that I would tell her it's so funny because it's her handwriting but it's like things that you make me happy Aww. Reese's Pieces like it's Aww. the dumbest shit but That's I would check dumb. in <laughs> yeah. but so I feel like my brain is trained to check in a lot and yeah. so we were talking and he was like yeah you can go to therapy but you might be okay for right now like <laughs> you're like talking yeah you're but... doing self therapy so yeah so I feel like I have a lot of like built in just because I have a very logical effective mother that's like okay we have to figure out whatever this is like if you're sad why is if why you're sad is there anything we can do about it if it's a situation you can't change we have to figure something else out if I was telling my friend the other day we were talking about how she hates her job and I was like you should start applying. Every time I've ever been irritated at a job, I'll apply for new jobs. Like when I get home and I, at the next day, even if everything's still just as shitty, it's like I did any kind of action to change yeah. my situation. So it's like I put some kind of effort forth to things to not at some point be this shitty in the future. Yeah. So it's like you have some kind of something. Yeah, and then also probably just visualizing, oh, interviewing for a new job. You're like, oh, maybe it's not so bad. Well, and I would even talk to my friends, like one of my friends did that, and she got one, and then it she kind of was like, oh, I didn't like the job as much as I thought I was going to do, and was kind of discouraged from applying to more jobs. It was like, that was just your practice one. You still don't like it here. You need to do more of them. Like, you just burn that one out. Like, yeah. now you feel more comfortable for the next one that you really want. Like, you have, you know what I mean? So, like... I think that you will totally start applying these processes to this these people in your life, yeah. right? It'll be like, oh, this person is kind of shitty. I Maybe they are not treating me like I like. What if I just audition some other people to fill this role? I mean, truly. Oh, like, my God. Because you'll, you'll right. Because if you start either swiping or if it's a romantic person or – just like maybe I'll make a lunch date with this other person yep. and cancel with this person. And it makes you realize because I've definitely had situations where not that I was looking at all and you kind of will just notice that something it's like this other person is in no way getting any of the benefits that this other person is getting and is just actively being awesome and on the same yeah. page as me and stuff. And it's like, who the heck are you over here getting all this stuff and still being awful? When I feel like people have presented themselves in that way by accident. Like they will appear in your life if you're paying attention to them, maybe. 
I mean, it's like that, the metaphor of the dancing, the dancing man who approaches you when you're dancing and you're like, I don't like you. You go find the, the quiet man and you like work really hard to break in. Yeah. It's, but like, what would it be like if you just started talking to the dancing man? Oh my God. What would it be Brie? like? I'm asking. <clears throat> you got me fucked up. Oh no. <laughs> well, what in I think a good way like is he would be like really eager to talk to you. Yes. He'd be like very interested in yes. you. Yeah. It's almost like you want control of the situation. Like I want to pick the every, quiet person. Because no joke, every you saying those two sentences yeah. that he would be very interested in you and want to talk to you. I'm backed up into you the hate sofa. It. Yes. Like. I had a physiological reaction to you even saying those sentences. He would be very interested in you. <laughs> I was like, gross. <laughs> Next. Get that garbage out of here. <laughs> well, that's really no, interesting, just, Katrina, yeah. no, that I'm you don't working. want somebody to pick you. Yeah, I know. I do want some because I feel like there are quiet people that have kind of just like, I was thinking there are quiet people that like, I would be the guy standing up against the wall. Yeah. And other quiet people have come up next to me and been like, oh, hey, da, da, da. And I'll realize that person's okay. Because he picked you because you're being quiet. Or even, well, that's just me being a Gemini. That's I literally just switched who I was in the analogy, which is really messed up for people. <laughs> but, okay, no, no, so let's okay. say, like, I'm the dancing person, but I go to the bar to get water, and some guy comes up and talks to me. Like, that guy, I might be like, oh, cool. Like, what's up with this guy? Like, a so happy like medium, somebody maybe? somebody who is not mirroring your energy. Yes, but that's like, the thing. Yeah. Whenever it's that, I start being like, whoo, okay, back up. Mm-mm. Because mm-hmm. they see you, but... So you like oh, that? Oh, because... Yeah, I definitely am okay with someone noticing me, but yeah. I don't like the idea of that guy being like, yeah, like, this isn't gonna be this... Got it. Even in the... The dancing analogy, this isn't going to be a thing where, like, you walk up to me and now we form a circle around us and we're dancing. You know what I mean? Sure. I, that is not what I'm looking for in terms of the mirroring Very energy. interesting. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> but, I um, to, yeah. I have, to go, I have to go back to my notes about how to give pep I'm talks so to people. I'm so sorry. No, you're amazing. <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah, what I would say is, like, it sounds like... You're very good at observing yourself, and this is just a part of your life that you're going to need to start watching like Katrina's mom. And so your mom is going to be like, you know, she's going to be in the room when you start having these conversations (laughs) with these mean people. Like, why do we like this person again? Oh, shit. And like, you know... I, I, I don't know about you, but when I start feeling like somebody's taking more than I'm than I'm getting mm-hmm. from them, mm-hmm. I start making like lists in my head and I'm like, oh, it seems like you, you know, are not showing up for me in the following ways mm-hmm. and you like haven't been to any of my stand up shows mm-hmm. and like, blah 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 and I'm doing this and this and this. Mm-hmm. And then if I talk to those people about it, they're like, actually I'm doing a lot of work that you're not <clears throat> adding to the list. <coughs> that's interesting. Yeah, and so like that's that's always a good way to address it is to, to talk even to have person. a conversation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's valid. If the person is like truly not giving you anything, they won't have that conversation with you. Yes. And then you can be like, okay, donezo. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. Well, that's really interesting. I think um, my next question is what would it feel like if you were getting as much as you were giving to these people? If it were a total two way street, like how would they, what would that look like? I have experienced that, yeah. and it was nice. Was there sustainability? It was nice. But there was, like, this is... It was almost like, this is great. I wish that I felt more about this. Okay. Like, I could recognize... It for how great it was, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, logistically, emotionally, like, whatever, compatibility-wise and all that. And just being, like, There's, like, nah. some Gemini about it where you're just, like, I need stuff to work on and do here. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Like, that was, it was, like, yeah, we're done. 
Well, I think they're not done, but it's like, yeah, this is. Okay, okay. So, what I think will work. But I wondered if that was like that just individual person. It might, yeah. Because I was very, very happy in terms of like just being like enjoying not worrying about certain things that I'd worried about in other relationships and that level of security. I definitely appreciated. I definitely appreciated being in a relationship and not being stressed out about stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And feeling comfortable. Yeah. Like that level of comfort with the person and feeling a hundred percent like accepted and like loved all the time and just being like, Oh, wish I could. I think probably get like amped about the rest of this. (laughs) What was that? Get amped about the rest of Get this. Get amped about the yeah, rest of this. Yeah, like... I bet there will be people who are nice and, mm-hmm. like, kind to you who will also have something going on that you can engage with. Yes. That isn't necessarily, like, I'm mean to you, Katrina, but, like, I am complicated because my dad is an alcoholic and I'm working on that or whatever you know like no I know you mean something intellectually for you to like dig in with on a person and it not be that and it not be yes how they treat you yes I agree with that that's ideal but I think you are that would be ideal if someone were not mean to you because (laughs) I hate that so that's usually how we start this is like I hate that that's your been your experience you're struggling but you're when you're acknowledging that you're picking this Mm -hmm. that's huge I mean that means you're on your way to resolving it and dealing with it because you're recognizing that they're your patterns you're picking them so I think you're on your way you recognize that maybe you've been socialized to be a sweetie pie because you don't feel like you are a nice person. (laughs) (laughs) So you are leading with kindness and you're naturally outgoing. And I am glad that you're not hiding that light away (laughs) because we need it. Um, As somebody who basks in your light from time to time, we need it. And it, yeah, it definitely sounds like this is something you're thoughtful of. Um, this is great. <laughs> um, yeah. So, okay. Did I do it right? Yeah, you did it right. <laughs> I was just trying to remember what else happens in the in the pep talk. Um, yeah, you're you're for somebody who has never been through therapy, you're like very thoughtful about your thoughts, and that's part of it, and your feelings. You know, nice. um, that's really impressive. I feel like you could not go to. You can you could go to therapy or you could be raised by a mom in human resources. Wow. And they just burn emotional intelligence into your skull. And human resources is all about who um like accountability too. Yes. Which is a oh, lot of therapy. Which like me and it's my mom boundaries. are very much the same way. We're like, that is one of our most inferior I feel like I don't like making mistakes, obviously, but like that is the only thing that like I will over announce my awareness of what I did when I make a mistake because I feel like that's the only way I even get the discomfort of it is being like I fucked up like I'm not trying to be weird about it I don't like because I feel like that makes me feel more weird and carry more like guilt and stuff with it it's like no just say because I feel like it infuriates me and other people in a weird way where I'm like yeah but you did it and my friend oh I was talking to my friend about her tinder date and he lied about his height Okay. Not by a lot. It doesn't matter. But my whole guys thing who are was five nine or yeah, six yeah, yeah. feet or whatever. Right. Yeah. And I, that's what I was saying. And she said, and I don't care about his height. And I was like, okay, that's great. But if you don't care about his height, you guys would have met anyway without him lying. And she was laughing at me because I couldn't let it go that he lied about his. There height. needed to be an accountability thing. Yes, I, yeah. was, I was so mad, and I was like, he's great. Like this is awesome. But also, he could have just not lied. And she was mm. like, you're ridiculous. And was, like, laughing at me. But, yeah, I, like, go bonkers for that shit. <laughs> maybe maybe a Libra rising. Um, <laughs> justice. Looking for the justice. Justice. I do in any... I. Uh, that's like, man, I do get hot for justice. Anybody who like admits fault, like, whoo, oh man, really gets me going. <laughs> I love people who are doing work on themselves. That's my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because like you said, that's like the sooner you admit this, the sooner we can all move forward. Yeah. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> okay, that's dude. what it is. I'm just impatient. I'm like, just admit it and get it out of the way. We got stuff to do. But you really let these people off the hook that you are. I know. With. Yeah. Because I make excuses for them in terms of. 
why they're doing it. Yeah. Because you know the oh, story. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you'll get, I'll get irritated with them yeah. or angry with them and want to like tell them off. And sometimes I even do tell them off and then telling them off will then spawn some like deep seated whatever. And it's like, okay, I kind of understand where that behavior is coming from. Yeah. You could have just, you couldn't have just said that because you can't freaking articulate. You know what I mean? That's the whole problem. But them then sharing some things will be the thing that kind of makes me feel okay to continue something. But you're right. Yeah. I do have an idea for, okay, so a couple of things. Uh So you're already doing a great job of observing yourself. So that's great. Um, I think that, do you use Instagram? Yeah. Very much. Just for like shows and Just stuff. Just for shows and, and stuff. like picture like I love photography and like buildings oh. and stuff like that. And like animal I look on I look at a lot of stuff on there, but Okay. I don't think it ever I uh I don't get sad about it. Social okay. media doesn't make me sad. It sometimes makes me angry, but it doesn't yeah. make I don't get like too Okay, good. Well, good. Don't get sad. I don't get depre- I don't get depressed. Media. Consume. I'll be well, like, this was, is too much. But what I was going to recommend is there's a lot of like mental health social media, and what oh. is great about it is that it's in your feed, and so it'll interrupt your thoughts, mm-hmm. and it'll be reminders. So like, um, the holistic, um, the holistic psychologist, the millennial therapist. Um, Ooh, okay. Those are all good accounts, and um, I will. I'm happy to provide some links. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, I post a lot of that pseudo. Therapy stuff, mm-hmm. and it's just like good when it's in your feed. But like, I think like part of breaking patterns is mm-hmm. stopping your thoughts mm-hmm. and and getting a lot of reminders. So like writing yeah. yourself notes and mm-hmm. like, um, no, but you're right as far as like that's where my eyes already are. Yeah, I mean, so. yeah, or Twitter. You know, like there's even some like. I don't follow a lot of psychologists on Twitter or, mm-hmm. or therapists on Twitter. You know, I I, I do have some like weird. I'm in this weird Twitter hole right now where I'm following a bunch of, like, um, basically, like, progressive clergy members, like, Christian clergy members, like, priests. How did and, you get into this wormhole? Girl, I don't know. I just, like, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. And I I was raised Catholic, so sometimes the, okay. the Christian stuff is kind of, I mean, I'm, like, basically a witch now, but, uh-huh. like, sometimes the Christian <laughs> stuff, like, actually It'll resonates. Yeah. Get, oh, I was raised Baptist, so I'll read stuff, and yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Or it's like, if It'll you're, like, a really, you. like, progressive Catholic, I'm like, yes, mm. this is what I need to hear. So, you know, finding those voices is good. But, um, yeah, well, I was just going to suggest, yeah. like, s- some something on Twitter that kind of reminds you of what self-betrayal looks like. Ooh, yeah. Self-betrayal is just that idea of, like, I want something, but I'm doing these actions that are not getting me the thing that I want, you know. And so okay, what you want is for, like, uh, a two-way street So it's like, why are you doing these things? Why are you making these choices? Ho, 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 ho. And what you're <laughs> – You've like spent this, you know, 35 minutes or whatever talking about why you make these choices. And you're like, oh, well, these people, and I keep wanting to say guys because Mm -hmm. I assume they're men, but that is Mm -hmm. my internal misogyny. uh, Or uh, what's it called when we're talking about men? No, you're right. It's not misogyny. Um, What do you mean? When we're talking about men, we hate men. (laughs) The word is. Oh, your internal feminism? No, not that we hate men. You're in. Uh, that's what. Oh, misogyny. But I see. Oh, uh, fuck. About I, men. What is the word? Homogeny. I don't know what the word I is. I think that you I used mean. to have a fake made up word. Um, I know what you mean now, Jesus but I don't Christ. think I know the word that you're talking okay, about. Well, I can't listen, help. We'll look it up later. Yeah. And we'll. Sorry, I'm not smart enough to help. No, I'm sorry. Also, that I'm not smart <laughs> enough. Um, okay. So. Oh, but, but well, you were okay. What I was so saying is these men. That's another, women, which is not to go on a tangent, but yeah. I feel like it is easy easier for me to remove remove women in my life who display these things or maybe not all the time but there are way less of them i feel like i I have a couple friends you're like oh god bless you you drive me nuts sometimes but it's like your girl or whatever but i feel like when i initially will meet a woman if she kind of would have those same kind of things i'd be like you're a bad friend yeah 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 
and, and it's gender that's messed you know? up i messed up for doing that well you're, you're observing it yeah. yeah but it's it's gendered yeah like mm-hmm. um the way we're expected to take care of men is super gendered and it's like totally and yeah part of the maybe that is a part of oh my gosh yeah, I mean, observe, observe the macro you know it's gendered you um you know have this background where you're trying to you know show people that pe- people can be nuanced and people can look real nice on the outside and be bitches <laughs> on the inside and people can be really um nice on the inside and be bitches on the outside and like that's part of your reality and you're trying to prove that with these relationships mm-hmm. um but what i'm saying is like what it, what would it look like you know Okay, wait. What was I saying? I was talking about self-betrayal. Yeah, yeah. About, your Gemini shit has got me I'm all sorry. scattered. I no, know. it's very good. I'm glad you're being yourself, <laughs> and I need to learn how to communicate effectively. Um, so self-betrayal is like you want something, but you're like allowing these people to treat you in a different way than what you want. And you'll start observing that. You'll start observing. And I think that it would be really great for you to, you know, yeah, connect that to gender because it's you know it's everywhere it's how we're socialized and you're Um, right it like doesn't add up and like privilege maybe these people have had a lot of um well you are saying you already understand their like pathology of why they're acting this way and you use that to rationalize yourself out of feeling a way about it Mm -hmm. well I think, like, get that mom, Katrina Davis's mom in there to say, like, it doesn't really matter if what their actions are. Like, if their actions are, they're acting mean. It, it, it helps to understand why it make, maybe make, will make you feel better. But ultimately, they're just going to do what they're going to do. You're really right. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Oh, so, shit. okay. So, the, so... Maybe some like Instagram or like social media mm-hmm. reminders about okay. what self betrayal looks like. Is okay. this? These are my resources. Wrap up. Yeah. Um. Some like yeah. Social media like reminders about self betrayal. Um. Get your own brain observing your own actions. You know you're already good at that. You've got. You know it was a major like survival skill for you. To be able to observe yourself. And actually, it's goddamn like Buddhism shit, you know? It's truly spiritual next level. So you're going to be observing yourself. And then also, you got to get your HR manager in there. Your mother has got to get in there to point out the accountability. Yeah. And it's like, ultimately... That I'm like making excuses for or whatever. Ultimately, if you're the HR manager and somebody doesn't show up to work and it's because their kid is in the hospital, that's really sad. Mm -hmm. But they still didn't show up to work. Mm -hmm. And if they didn't fill out the appropriate forms, they are getting a (laughs) write-up. And it does not matter. Um, No, you're right. Oh my gosh, Bree. Is this helpful? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, you just, like... Good. I don't know. Associated that with an analogy that I'm not. HR manager is. That's what I'm saying because you do feel bad, but but you still have to do it. HR managers are so amazing. But I'm the company. They (laughs) understand. Yeah, you're the company. (laughs) The HR managers like understand every and they know everybody's secrets. They know who has depression. They know who has. um, They know everything. They know who's fucking around. That's why she she eats. My mom eats lunch alone all the time. Yes, and she's like she will like be friendly with people and stuff. And she's like, but I don't do that because I know. All of you, like whoever, everybody's mess. And then they have to be so professional. Um, And, but like I'm saying, they, they, they are like, okay, we understand and we Mm -hmm. love you, but this is work. You're right. So that's, I mean, that's the deal. Katrina (sighs) is like, you're the company and we want you to be thriving. And I hate that I used a highly capitalistic metaphor. I know, but that mentality is, it's, it's, it's where we learn kind of, strict boundaries mm-hmm. otherwise we'll just be women who are fixing everybody because we're nice mm-hmm. um okay so i love this i love katrina's hr mom <laughs> stepping in when anyone is like well it's not even when somebody treats you wrong it's you're mm. like hold up red flag it feels like i was wronged here hr mm. mom <laughs> can you weigh in please <laughs> judges and the judges will be like, yes. yes, yes, yes. And like, we understand. And you can have a meeting with HR <laughs> mom and be like, um, it seems like it's because of um, X, Y, Z that you were treated this way. But maybe that's not what we want. 
and it's not what's best for the company. <laughs> Katrina Davis Industries. And um, I love it. There. No, this sounds awesome. You're on your way, sweetie. Yay, I love it. Thanks, Bree. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so proud of you examining yourself. I'm so grateful that you shared your struggle because I'm sure this is extremely relatable, um, probably to a lot of women and probably to a lot of men. Uh, you yeah. Know, this is not. And actually, you know, men I feel fixing like that women. Pers- right. I was about to say that role reversal of that. That was a really, you know, that's been a really common thing. And I'm For sure. Sure. That's, that's been gendered into a lot of young men. Mm-hmm. Oh, bless them. Bless yeah. us all. Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, so like um, usually I try to give people either like a blessing or a mantra. I think you just need to like v- literally visualize your mother um, or or some or the or like HR you, manager. Yes, like that. Yes, just something that um, not even not no nonsense, but neutral. There we go. It's yes. a neutral person. I, yes. I was thinking also of like Ruth Bader Ginsburg for some reason. It's just somebody who's coming in and it's like, I don't have a horse in this race, mm-hmm. but what's best for the company? Yes. What's best for the company? Yes. What's best for the company? That, that, Maybe what's uh, best for the company is a, is a mantra too. There we I don't go. Know if words stick with Oh my you, gosh, no. But what's best for the company? Yes, is, as far as like, I will at some point talk to you about something and you'll be like, oh, who's that guy? I'll be like, ooh, that was not what was best for the company. That was not and what was best for the company. You'll know exactly yeah, yeah, what yeah. I'm talking about. I mean, and also like, I'm so you know, excited to like there's... implement this. Like, it's going to be hard and I'm probably going to be sad, but I'm also excited. Is that weird? No. <laughs> I love it. I mean, like, okay, so like, say, um, I'm not going to say you, but like, yeah. say I fuck someone, you know, yeah. and it was like, you know, great. I know that they're not going to call me back. I know that like, I'm going to catch feelings because I'm a very feelings catcher yes. kind of person. Yes. Right. And it's like, was that great for the company? Actually it was because like, I knew I wasn't going to catch feelings for this specific person. I don't, I'm never going to see them again. He was a temp. He was a temp. That's bitch. okay. He was a temp. Yes. It's okay. This is working. This is working. This is smart. Um, so like, it's not to say that like all relationships are bad for the company, but like also if you learn for something from something, it's good for the company. You know, mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta hire those people that yep. don't have the right qualifications. To right. Learn to learn the yep. ideal candidate is exactly. Wow. This is, we could go on and on. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> this is so okay. Exciting. Um, I think we should wrap up. I yeah. mean, I feel like you can do it. Do you yeah. feel like you can do it? Yeah. Here's the thing is, I didn't even come into this like realizing I was going to feel this way. And yeah, I feel like I'm going to like really change some things and it feels weird. It feels so weird. I'm really proud of you. I mean, also, I think that is part of your process is like, I don't know how I feel about this thing that I'm doing. I'll talk to Brie about it. Yes. (laughs) Because this is, well, because also you do have an intuition where multiple times in the past, I've just like even run into you. I miss something happening and you'll just like pull me aside and say like three words and I'm like oh shit Brie why are you saying the other part of what I was wondering about right now oh, and then like two weeks later I'll be like oh by the way Brie you were super right wow. like yeah 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 so well, I love I don't, I don't know man I see what I see yeah I like it um okay well you you can do it I believe in you um yes. Katrina thinks thank she you can do Brie it. I You're love welcome. you do you, anything else you want to say no this okay. was amazing great good I'm so glad you feel amazing and now we can smoke weed I kept yes. a clear head uh and so did you and now we can just really just unwind a little bit um for everyone listening thank you please support uh katrina davis at katrina savad on all platforms i'm at Rupert on all platforms and um wherever you are whatever you're struggling with i don't know if it's helpful or not but i love you and i think you should um crush it i love you and um it might not be helpful to hear that but i love you no matter what okay bye i kind of